0: That's chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Group void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Welcome, everyone. <clears throat> Welcome to Never Isolated, a podcast hosted here on Talks You. And the show ID is 791 zero double six seven. And today's episode is episode 46, Never Isolated. And the three topics mainly are children, A&E, and testing that testing should really be testing research i suppose many issues revolve around the main pandemic children a e numbers and testing research and uh, as i mentioned this is thursday 14th of may 2020 i'm recording this late morning so i don't have the latest numbers that will be announced late today at the uh, meeting I'm not sure who's leading the one today, but the daily uh, meeting um, where at about 5 p.m. they'll be releasing the numbers for um, Wednesday. Um, and um, I currently have the when the numbers that were issued on Wednesday for Tuesday. And these are, of course, UK numbers. Yes, just in case you didn't recognise from my voice, I'm based in the UK. And although this is a worldwide pandemic. Pandemic, and I do mention what's happening in other corners of the world often in almost all these episodes. Um, I am taking the approach of this as being information for UK residents in the prime, and to so that end, I do take many of the uh, parts of information I recount from the BBC online news. Um, please check your own trusted news service for any information I give out just to be on the safe side. I do not want to give out any misinformation. So the URL I go to uh, on derivation of that are bbc.co.uk forward slash news. And then it's either from the health business world or indeed the coronavirus live update page. One final thing before we get going, I do work part time for TalkShoe, but this is my own personal call and um, I do, um, you know, it's not sponsored by TalkShoe. Okay, with all that preamble out of the way, let me just mention that um, on Wednesday, the Tuesday stats were announced. Again, very sad and um It's always difficult to give out these numbers and I I will give due credit to the politicians of the main parts of the UK, Northern Ireland, Wales, Scotland and England. They always emphasise these are not just numbers. These are uh, lost lives and the impact for their grieving families. So please take that as read and try and understand that when we give out these numbers it's not an impassioned way of doing it, it's just trying to be factual. So for Tuesday it was 494 new deaths um, uh, attributed to the coronavirus, bringing the total in the UK to 33,000 186, although a figure higher of that has been mentioned, and Sir Starmer has said that he wants the Prime Minister to uh, get some sort of recount between the differentiation between uh, numbers that have been, uh, had coronavirus mentioned on their death certificates, and this um, uh, total, which is from Hospitals, care homes, and um, where where the COVID nineteen has been perhaps the main cause of deaths. So that's the this figure I'm giving is 33,186, but the actual total figure may be nearer to uh, thirty seven and a half or thirty eight thousand. In the US the death toll is now around the 84,000 mark and in the world it's 4.3 million cases that's cases where they've been tested so the actual number of cases in the world this is me my opinion now must be more like with all the undeveloped countries and the vast Uh, countries which, you know, isolated uh, villages and so on, on, which may, of course, be uh, somewhat immune to the spread of this virus. But it would not surprise me if something like 40 million people have actually contracted the virus uh, and either been asymptomatic or very mild cases. But of that 4.3 million reported, Uh, those deaths are worldwide now, just peaking over 300,000. All very, very sober statistics indeed. Now remember, we talked yesterday about the fact that the uh, the UK has started on step one. That means that people who can't work from home um, but are in uh, key jobs and where their workplace can uh, be secured and have some sort of certification that they can either uh, keep social isolation, or indeed they can put up some sort of barrier, or indeed they can stagger their shifts. Um, they are asked to return to work. And if they are on in confined spaces like um, buses or tubes, then to wear a mask, but not a surgical mask. We don't want to take away from the PPE requirements of the National Health, but to wear some sort of face covering in those situations. And for the vulnerable, of course, they should still try to self-isolate and go out the minimum but other people can exercise more and people are encouraged if they have a bike to use that rather than public transport and we covered an awful lot of that in the last two days so let's move to the three categories that we have in our title today concerns about children a and e and testing and i'm going to stick to those Time. If anybody does join me, um, uh, I won't unmute them. Although I did do a test call in with the UK number just to check that that was working and I got through uh, straight away. I did that before I hit the record button. Okay, let's go to the matter in hand. And of those children, it seems to be the one that should perhaps raise the most empathy and concern for listeners and obviously the immediate family so i'm uh, just going to put in the link to that and then read the url out as i mentioned before um because this is of need to know i don't feel that there is an issue with me mentioning what is on the um BBC site, but please, I do implore you to go to the site itself. May have been updated uh, between me reporting this and you uh, listening. So please do go. And the URL for this one is bbc.co.uk forward slash news forward slash health dash 52648557 if you didn't catch that pause just slide back a little bit and listen again so this was updated uh, early this morning as it's now just gone 11 a.m in the morning here let me read um scores of uk and us children have been affected by a rare inflammatory disease linked to coronavirus not going to read it all This was prompted by eight children becoming ill in London, including a 14-year-old who sadly died. All had similar symptoms when they were admitted to the London Children's, uh, Evelina London Children's Hospital, including high fever, rash, red eyes, swelling and general pain. But most of the children had no major lung or breathing problems, although some were put on ventilators to help improve their circulation. And this peak, and in other countries, uh, up to 100 children in the UK have been affected by this, Um, but it seems to have followed uh, a few weeks on from the peak of the cases in the UK. Doctors are prescribing it as a new phenomenon similar to Kawasaki disease shock syndrome, a rare condition that mainly affects children under the age of five. This new symptom is now affecting older children up to the age of 16, with a minority experiencing serious complications. I'm just gonna read this last bit and then please do go to the bbc.co.uk site or some trustworthy site in your own country. Dr. Liz Whittaker, Clinical Advisor in paediatric Infectious Diseases and Immunology at the Imperial College London, said that the fact that the syndrome was occurring in the middle of a pandemic suggests the two are linked. Not proven yet you've got the COVID-19 peak and then three to four weeks later, we're seeing a peak in this new phenomenon, which makes us think that it is a post infectious phenomenon. So not all of these children tested positive, but it's believed that it's something to do with the antibodies in their uh, body, then following this um, almost a reaction case of that. Normally, children and in fact we're talking about and i'll move on to that with the usa story in a moment Uh, we're talking about schools wanting to start or the government wanting to start limited uh, attendance at schools from june the first the teaching profession has said that is probably not workable in many cases especially with the under you know the under sevens keeping them from not you know Dancing around each other, and uh, and even it, it's just so difficult to keep them uh, selected at that uh, separated at that younger age group. So, please do go to that side. I'll just finish with the uh, second one first before we go on to the, that uh, as part and parcel of the US one. Um, a&E visits in England are down to a record low. And this was updated, um, well, less than 15 minutes ago by uh, Nick Trigal, again, the health correspondent at the BBC. And this is in the health section. So let me put the link into the room now. And it's bbc.co.uk forward slash news forward slash health dash five two six five four nine five six. And let me just, again, read part of it. Please do go to the site. A&E visits in England have halved since the coronavirus outbreak started, dropping to their lowest level since record began. And of course, the... um, The, um, well, the British Health Service started in 1947, just in case you wanted to know. Before the pandemic, more than 2.1 million patients a month are visiting A&E, uh, in April, that dropped down to under one million at 916,581. Of course, uh, for those people in other countries, uh, the the National Health Service in the UK um, is is one of our absolute prides and joy. Even though it is always seems to be needing more funding, the people in that frontline environment and all the other corollary services have been absolute stars and um, tonight being a thursday like many of the people an overwhelming number of people in the uk i shall be going to my doorstep at 8 pm to clap the health workers The doctors, the nurses, the support care workers, the ambulance drivers and then all the care workers and the uh, people working in elderly homes and all those people doing key services like firemen, dustmen, men and uh, uh, train drivers and uh, transport and security people. Hope Carl is keeping safe. Uh, lots of people, we will be standing on our doorsteps and clapping for them to show our support. Um, so um, the other thing is that routine um, operations have been suspended, but we're also trying to get back now for people to coming for uh, visits for referrals. So let me see if I can just read one little bit. Um, uh, It it comes as the NHS bosses have once again urged patients to seek urgent medical treatment if they need it. There is a particular concern, I'll finish on this bit, a particular concern that patients who have suffered strokes and heart problems have stayed away because of fears fears over the coronavirus. But remember, general drop-in people are not there. So you will go in and you will be segregated very quickly at the point of entrance. Um, I know... um, uh, an aunt in our family who's just turned 90 had to go in and there was some concern by her daughter on that, but she said there was absolutely no contact with other patients and very quickly there was one side set aside for people with the uh, coming in having checks and for those people coming in uh, because they had been brought in by ambulance. So. If you need that help, seek it out. Course, from the 111 number first, and in only the real emergencies where you need an ambulance to take you to hospital, at 999. Although in many cases people go through the 111 and let them hear what your issue is, and they may suggest or indeed phone the 999 for you. But again, please look up what the general advice is on that okay that is extremely important okay I'm going to my third uh, aspect of today's uh, show seems a wrong word to use doesn't it Uh, it's more like a bulletin Um, but that's what we're doing remember at the weekend we do have our, our quiz uh, uh nothing to do with the coronavirus we do our quiz and that will be up on the feeds over the weekend but uh, that will be episode 47 but back to this um last aspect i want to really talk about and then we'll have a quick roundup because the summary page is actually updating as i'm speaking uh, so um let me go to that us one um yeah and um, there is um this is from uh, america a uh, president trump says he totally disagrees with top us medical advisor doc, uh, dr forsey over opening schools remember that is being thought about in the uk and uh, ways to implement it um are being put forward uh, to allow that to happen. But the link, let me read the link out for you. In fact, let me put it in the room very quickly before I read it out. And I didn't put it in before because these are updating all the time. It's bbc.co.uk forward slash news forward slash world dash US dash Canada-52656959. Remember, pause and re-listen if you need to. President Donald Trump has said, has said a sobering warm, warning by his top infectious diseases expert about lifting pandemic restrictions too soon was unacceptable. He accused Dr Anthony Fauci of wanting to play all sides of the equation in his testimony to lawmakers on Tuesday. The President said he was especially dissatisfied with Dr Fauci's caution around reopening the schools too quickly. COVID-19 has affected nearly 1.4 million I read this bit before people in the US and killed 84,000 while ravaging the economy and then there's more about what the president said um I'll read just one paragraph this is very contentious um uh, and it, I know it's a very defi- divisive subject for US citizens. So I'll just read it. And um, in fact, I better read it all because otherwise it'll look as if I'm picking a, a slanted section of it. So I'll read the three sections that he says, according to the BBC News site. I was surprised by his answer, actually, because, you know, just just to me, it's not an acceptable answer, especially when it comes to schools. The only thing that would be acceptable is giving the older teachers and professors a few more weeks before they return. This is because this is a disease that attacks age and it attacks health, the President said. But of course, you, you heard me mention about the UK and um, again, up to... Um, um, other children coming round from other countries this um, this other um, issue that some children seem to be having after the cases. There is by the way some US graphs on that page showing the number of daily cases. The curve has reached a peak in around the 20th of April but the, I must admit the the general dropping off from that peak is a much shallower drop than it seems to be in Europe um in, um, in uh, many of the countries. But I do implore people to go and check that. I'll check their own U.S. news agency. Now I'm just going to check the time. Uh, now, I think I'll just have a little look now at the live page because um, as I say, that probably has updated while I've been speaking. So if you want to know what the live page is, I'm going to, it is, and I'll put that in. Of course, this page, if you're listening to this report um, in any number of days or weeks later, will of course uh, be uh, completely different. But for now, the link is bbc.co.uk forward slash news forward slash live forward slash world dash five two six five seven four nine eight pause and go back it's not clear and we were going to go and talk about testing so this is the part I will read from because it's um it's only literally five minutes old updated um 17 minutes past 11am chris morris from the bbc reality check public health england's approval of the new antibody test for coronavirus is good news oh positive so it's been approved previous tests have proved unreliable but official says this one is different antibody tests aim to find out if an individual has had the virus in the past which is the which may mean they have some immunity from infection. Remember, currently they're doing about 80 odd thousand tests a day, are uh, the ability to do 80,000, 84,000 tests a day. They did hit 100,000, but only for a day or two. But that's for people who've currently got the coronavirus, uh, who want to be cleared to go back into work. This is the... Um, The one to show that you have the antibodies, the antibody test, I'll read it again, the antibody test claims to find out if an individual has had the virus in the past, which which may mean they have some immunity from the infection. But government ministers say they don't know when the new test will be available to the public. Other European countries are ahead of the UK and have already been carrying out limited antibody testing programs. In Germany, the Accredited Laboratories for Medicine Association, the ALM, said that 61,299 Antibody tests were conducted last week, not in a day last week. The ALM warned that taking the test should not be a reason for ending social distancing measures. Mm. That's disappointing in a way because that's the tenant that this is trying to give you know, that if you're at least past it, but again, how long any protection, if protection there is. we don't know. And in Spain, last week, the health ministry said yesterday that preliminary results of a study based on more than 60,000 antibody tests around their country suggested that about 5% of the population had been affected by coronavirus so far. 5% of the population. Now, let's take that to the UK. Let's say the UK in round numbers is 70 million. It's a little under that, but 70, 60. Well, let's take 70 million for the, for the help of my maths. Um 10% of that would be 7 million. Well, let's say 10% would be 6 million. 5% of that would be 3 million. So if that, figure was to be extrapolated across the UK, that would mean half a million. um, Let let me get that right. Uh, That would mean 3 million. Uh, Yeah, 10% would be just over 6 million. So that would mean over 3 million people in the UK would have had um, um, a dose more than likely mild and come through it. But again, that's just me extrapolating from the, those numbers in Spain. That does not mean anything. That's nothing to take as a fact. OK, I'm just going to look further down the page. And I'm just going to check my notes and then we'll wrap up for today. I mentioned that Boris Johnson, the PM, announced a further 600 million to help tackle the vi- virus pandemic in England's care homes. And also, estate uh, agents in England can now reopen and restart house viewings. Again, con- t- uh, using um, social distancing, or, uh, virtual visits. Uh, virtual viewing if possible and head teachers say reopening of schools on the 1st of june is unfeasible at the moment and um two from two countries and we'll finish with this leban lebanon imposes a total shutdown as cases increase and brazil records highest daily rising deaths and the Latin american countries are coming under focus i was um watching the late night BBC news channel, um, the, uh, the news report uh, uh, um, magazine on that, the papers I think it's called, and they were saying that um, it's very difficult to get up-to-date statistics from Latin America, but um, um, some of uh, one of the Latin American countries has as many cases as New York State has had in the United States. So, um, not very accurate figures coming, but Latin America, of course, it seems to have arrived there a number of weeks after everywhere else, so they may not yet, sadly, have reached their peak, are just becoming to their peak. Well, we're going to stop there because we've been going uh, close to the 30 minute mark. By the time I just remind everybody, uh, this is Dave C here on Never Isolated. We do have a Twitter account, Never Isolated, written as one word with no gap in the middle of it. The show ID is 791-0667. You can find us on iTunes, the iOS podcast app. Um, and a number of other places indeed that I've mentioned. In fact, yesterday I think I I mentioned them all. Uh, for Android, um, that's one of the best things to get is from uh, something like <clears throat> Pocket Casts or uh, maybe Overcast. Uh, I don't I'm not sure whether it's on that yet, but thank you very much for listening. Uh, please do. Uh, self-isolate if you are in the vulnerable category. If you do uh, are now gone back to work, if you need to get into a confined, onto a bus or a train or a, a tube, uh, try to wear some sort of mask covering, but you don't need to take the uh, the professional mask. Um, something to cover your face will not help protect you. But if you and the other person are wearing it you're helping each other and the general public He's trying to keep that r number well below one and of course uh, wash your hands and if you feel you ought to please stand with me and many other people on your doorstep in the uk at 8pm to clap those wonderful care workers Uh, nurses, doctors, ancillary help, and of course, care workers, key workers. Thank you very much indeed from me. And uh, I would imagine the listeners here. All right. With that, I'm going to end the recording. Thanks ever so much for listening. Bye for now. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom?